Hey, you have all night tossing, turning, mind racing. You're having trouble getting to sleep, trouble falling asleep. Uh, well, welcome. I hope I believe you're in the right place. This is Sleep With Me. The podcast that's here to put you to sleep. We do it with a bedtime story. All you need to do is get in bed, turn out the lights, and press play. We're going to do the rest. And I see you with a raised hand there at the back of you. Do you... Do, do I mind if you ask me what the rest is? Well, here's, here's what the rest is. I'm going to create a safe place where you can set aside whatever's running through your brain, racing through your brain. Whatever's got you tossing and turning, I'm going to distract you from that. Uh, tonight, it's going to be with the help of Agatha, Cinderella's stepmother. She's going to be taking the mic over and telling her tale of After the Glass Slipper, our ongoing fairy tale story. But basically the way it works is, yeah, it's a safe place. You can set aside whatever's worrying you. I'm your boyfriend. Imaginary, put on your imaginary... If you have a nightcap, don't take it off. But if you have an imaginary cap and you say, well, you, you, you no, pro-am tip, you could use that as your... Well, depending on the type of cap it is, you could use it as a nightcap... But it's, you know, spring, you might not need a nightcap. Uh, some people don't like things on their head at night. Some people don't mind it. But just put on your imaginary imagination cap. How about that? It goes right over your nightcap or your non, non-cap wearing. And it, it doesn't, it's, it's, a, it's, it's a, what do you call that, where it doesn't have a form. Uh, so it's not going to bug you. Non-itchy because it's, it's, it's you know, formless. But put that on, and now that I've gotten so distracted with talking about caps, I even forgot my point. But basically my point is I'm your boyfriend. And I just pretend we're old friends, and I'm the kind of person you say, what is it? Is that, what time is Scooter coming over? Is that, well, is it? And sometimes you're like, oh, boy, he's coming over. Is it? But, but I'm the friend. There's no social norms, no social norm requirements from you. I stroll into your house. And, you know, despite whatever, if you're a social expert or a social, um, whatever they call what would they call me, neophyte probably, maybe lesser neophyte, you say, I put you at ease. And normally a situation might say, well, I don't know, maybe that could be debatable. But in the podcasting, nighttime podcasting world, for the people that listen to my podcast that actually works for, we'd be, you know, that that's how friendships uh, develop, you say. Well, you, you you put me at ease. That's one part of a friendship, I, I'd say. And wow, I'm off track. But anyway, I, I come over, you're already at ease because you're like, oh, yeah, I don't even have to, uh, you know, cover up my toe fungus when Scooter's here because he doesn't even notice. If he does, he doesn't seem to judge me or even have an opinion. Of, well, geez, why didn't you take care of that toe fungus? What do you do with I remember when I never, I never had a toe fungus, but I remember when I did, I just brushed my teeth more, went away. Or, geez, what you do? To, no, yeah, I don't do any of that. You just do, you do your thing. Hey, I don't even ask if you guys are getting ready for bed or whatever. I just sit there, you know, least comfortable chair is fine by me. Least comfortable chair in your establishment. I'm going to sit there, legs crossed in the most polite manner, uh, Sipping a tea just like Gene Wilder would if he was, you know, when he's in his calmest state as the uh, Willy Wonka or Johnny Depp, you know, however you prefer Wonka's. I can't picture right away uh, Johnny Depp sipping tea in my head, but I'm sure he did it. And, and he was a Charlie in the Chocolate Factory, Willy Wonka. 
Mr. Watkin, possibly you could call. You know, I'm just kicking back, legs crossed, in the polite, non-aggressive way, sipping my tea. I've got that, but I do have that Gene Wilder look on my face. I don't have his dancing eyes, but, you know, I have a placid look. You know, possibly you say, well, is it his eyes or has he been lobotomized? Let's not analyze it too much here. Me, me. I mean, I'm not here to be analyzed. I'm just here to dull you, lull you to sleep. And say, then you, you, when you're, you, you, if you're riding solo, you know, or if you're with a partner, whatever, whatever the situation is, you just get in bed, whatever. You say, we'll see. And I'm just gonna chat away. Uh, and before you know it, I'll have been talking about imaginary nightcaps for like eight minutes. And you'll say, you say, you say, hey, honey, uh, was that guy talking about the nightcaps you drink or that you put on your head? Was that historical facts? And then you'd, if you've listened back, it's for you to laugh at historical facts in a, a scooter introduction. <laughs> and then you say, no, dear, he's just, he's just chat. That's our boyfriend, chit chat, chat, chattering away. Uh, just like, uh, you know, he, he's a bit like, a, you know, the calmest version. Of, you know, the, the remember that one part of Willy Wonka when Willy Wonka was calm and somewhat like you'd leave your kids alone with them? No, dear, I don't remember that. Oh, maybe I'm asleep and dreaming of a different Willy Wonka already. But that's basically, in a way that doesn't really make any sense. That's how the that's the podcast. I'm gonna, but it'll be a little bit better than that because that was a strained metaphor. I'll I'll admit it. You know, that's one of my. Uh, but that is one of my specials. You know, I like to say weed out the chaff. It, it's kind of this podcast doesn't work reverse. I mean, I mean, I'm a, no shame in saying I'm a bit of a chaff. I'm a, you know. I'm collecting the thrown away wheat berries and saying, hey, instead of counting these in your sleep, because who wants to get in a bed full of wheat berries? I'll count them sitting next to your bed with my legs crossed, sipping tea. One wheat berry, two wheat berries. But then you say, oh boy, that is a doll. Could you be almost as boring as a strange man in my room counting wheat berries in a polite way? but not quite that boring. I said, well, yeah, I got a couple stories I can make up for you. I got one about uh, what happened to Cinderella after the glass slipper. And you say, you say, well, okay, give it a shot here. And that's that's what's about to happen. So welcome to the podcast. If this is your first time here and you're still with us, a pretty good sign, pretty good sign. If you're not with us or if your teeth, if you're grinding your teeth right now, you know, give it, maybe give it a shot, maybe keep going, maybe not. It's up to you. I, I mean, I'm not here to, like, try to sell you any, like, uh, there's no punchlines and or no, like, things that are, like, I'm like, well, this is like a punchline, but it's really where I'm going to fuck with you. No, no, no. So don't grind your teeth. I'm not trying to get any shit out of you. So you say, well, if this doesn't work, I honestly apologize. I'm sorry. I'm, a, I'm, I'm different. And I hope this podcast works for you. But if it doesn't, it doesn't work for everybody. I understand. But that's it. Uh... <laughs> You know, <laughs> you know that's it. It's as far as we we're the wheat berries of podcasts. We're the chaff thrown away. No, I guess we're not. One time I made I said like if cereal was a podcast, you guys remember cereal? Huge podcast, great podcast, very enjoyable, exciting, interesting on a variety of levels. If that was cereal, I made a joke. We're the groats of podcasts. You know, kind of like well. What's a groat? Well, well, I like it. 
Well, I can't really tell you because I can't. I don't know what the hell a groat is, but I I know uh, I know where it. Well, I guess that's a, again strange strange metaphor city. That's it. We're on web www.sleepwithmepodcast.com. Uh, if you need to get a hold of me, which I'd love to hear from you, feedback at Sleep With Me Podcast is one way. Commenting on the website is another. At Dearest Scooter on Twitter is another way. And then on Facebook, you Sleep With Me Podcast, I think, is, you know, what it is. You can get on me any of those ways. Let me know where you're from, how you found it, what, you know, what, you know, may, you know, say something, whatever. I'd love to hear from you. I'm glad you're here. And I hope I help you fall asleep. Hey, I want to thank uh, Chris Postal, Posty Posterson, who does our music. He's got a podcast over at soundslikenearful.com. I want to thank Scotty and Jennifer, who are responsible for our artwork. Uh, I want to thank everybody out there supporting the podcast. So supportful and so supportive on social media. Uh, I want to thank uh, David T for his comments. On the website, he's a, he commented, despite having, you know, an influx of blue light in his face. I want to thank uh, Maggie. She said the podcast wasn't very loud. Uh, I don't know. I checked that episode. So let me know, Maggie, if it was something else. Uh, hopefully, or if it was an old episode. I don't know. But I want to thank Southern Sky. Uh, not the the Southern Sky. Though, you know, Southern Skies are nice. Going as far south as south goes. Uh, but I want to thank Southern Sky for posting on Ask Metafilter about the podcast. Uh, for some reason, I run a big thank you. Uh, because for some reason, I, I don't know, I don't use Ask Metafilter. But if anyone does, and they can probe over there and check out the posting or the answer to a question. It was like how to fall asleep or something. Uh, Ask Metafilter is just one of those things that Google really likes for some reason. So you say, hey, what is a sleep podcast? Ask Metafilter comes up a lot. Uh, so thank you, Southern Sky. Over on Twitter, I want to thank Bambury. Hopefully I'm saying it in Vigo Tex. Virgo Tex and Bambury, separate people posting about the podcast. Thank you. I want to thank Alex. I want to thank Emily, Nathan, Grischick, Stacy, uh, Lauren Ashley and her plus one Starbucks or future, hopefully, plus one to the podcast. Uh, they, I was trying trying to sing via Twitter last night, saying, uh, uh, what is, how's that song? They were watching My Girl or something. I don't know. It was some My Girl movie reference, and I said, well, is that song? Uh, when it's cold outside, uh, I'm uh, dulling you away, I guess... You'd say who could make you uh, sleep all day, Scooter, talking about Scooter, Scooter. Um, so thank you. I want to thank Artie, Words Are Birds, Jill, Emmy, Lucy, Jeremy, Shank or Money Hank or Money Shank, whichever you prefer, Money, Money Shank, Money Hank. Uh, so while Roop got back to me, Jake's doing a project, uh, over on Facebook, Sally Faye, Aaron, A-R-A-N, is that Aaron, Aaron, uh, Laura, Irene, Cassie, Chevy, Julie, uh, over on iTunes, I want to thank H-Cave, 
who reviewed us twice, once on uh, Sleep With Me, and then once over at Game of Drones. Really nice things to say. You know, says we're the best uh, podcast for you know, talking about episode, TV show episodes. That is real nice. And then I want to thank Cheryl and M over from Australia. Far south, is that as far south as south? Is that not as far as south, south as south goes. And Westeros was a continent, so I don't know, but it was south. Uh, thank you for your review. And then Bushcat Hillbilly, I think I know who that is, also from Australia. Uh, yeah, a couple of uh, future, uh, po- possibly future members of Thunder from Down Under, but Bush, Bushcat Hillbilly said we're sil- silliest, benign, weirdly charming, mildly deviant. I love that word, deviant. And again, like last time I was thinking, somebody said, hey, uh, someone said we're surprising in a, in a positive way. I'm deviant in a positive way. I mean, I'm, you know, depending on what you're, you know. Yeah, some of my deviant, deviant uh, yeah, in the U.S., deviant is a different, but it's like, yeah, I deviate. From, uh, clearly, this is a, de- I'm deviant. I mean, there's no doubt about it. Uh so thank you. I, I love love that. Um, yeah, podcast where the guy's tickled pink to be called a deviant in in proper context. Uh, oh, and I want to thank everybody that's worried about my voice. I, to answer the question, I don't know. I don't know if I'm doing something different. If uh, I'm just recording more. Uh, sometimes I'm not drinking tea. That's a, I said. Well, I, I'm checking the levels. And I'm saying, well, the levels aren't doing anything. I don't know. I don't think I'm talking any differently. Maybe I'm just, uh, I don't have as much of a buffer. Like a lot of times I get home from work and I either, I got to sit down and podcast right away or I eat right away and then I podcast right away. Or, yeah, it's about, I usually play with the dog a little bit and then I podcast. So, um. Hopefully now my, I mean, now that it's been brought up, I'm like, my throat feels like it's bleeding, but I don't know if that's just, uh, it was so, I don't know. I'm like, Hey, am I, am I talking differently? I said, well, are you trying? I don't know. Hey, uh, okay. Hey, uh, are you talking differently? I don't know. Well, does this sound different than this? I don't know. Cause then I lean in and maybe I might change my voice when I'm sitting up straight. I'm, so I'm on it. Thank you. Uh, people have mentioned my voice in the past couple weeks. Thank you all for your support. And uh, that's it. Let's get moving. Hello, hello. This is Agatha. Welcome to another episode of After the Glass Slipper. I said my name is Agatha. I am Cinderella's stepmother. And I am here to tell you the tale of what happened after the glass slipper. After Cinderella became princess, then queen. After that, I moved into the castle with Cinderella and her step. I mean, after winning her trust back. And many adventures had taken place. Moreover, you could find the older episodes at sleepwithmepodcast.com slash glass But when we last left off, children... Uh, many things had occurred. I don't even know what... Okay, Cinderella was queen. Excellent job. Left town on a mission to save all the fairy godparents, grandparents. Left me in charge. Little, little, a few little complications. Unexpected occurrences. Challenges that Agatha tried to deal with. Some worse. Some made... Well, none made better. I did make butter. 
but nothing better. But those two, those are nice words to say to distract you from the fact that I did not do butter. But what could be better than butter? What could be better than butter? Butter, better, butter, butter, butter. How about that, children? So, or you could accept the fact I I made some decisions. Ogres came, attempted to take over. We chased them out of town. Then I said, well, I don't know. They're pretty smart. They might get into the castle. Castle's low on water. Lead the ogres into the former fairy kingdom. Trap them there. Cinderella's coming soon with an army. Go into the fairy kingdom, trapped with the ogres. Find a village of formerly abandoned fairy children who are also human-wise would be adults with body, bodies of adults. Uh, I guess human bodies, tough to explain, children, but they look like adults. That's it. not probably their, their normal development because there's enough of them that they say, well, these are normal fairy children. They just look like human adults. Act like human children because they are children, just because they don't never judge a book by its cover. Uh, we discovered those children, quite nice children. Uh, tried to help them realize that Cinderella and the children, the children had been tricked by uh, the man's complicated things, double-double-cross or some such thing. I'm not sure. Once you get into... Uh, more than a double cross, it gets, it's, you know, double, I heard uh, a storyteller talking about double agents, double secret. I said, what? You're giving me a headache, buffoon. I, I, you're giving me a headache. If you can't, if you can't make your story with just one double cross, you need a cross, then a double cross. That's all you need. No fancy triple crosses. But in the heat of the moment, we had a few of those. Uh, Cinderella came, she escaped with the children, the ogres, uh, ostensibly, I thought they had escaped. It ended up, they fell into the clutches of this, uh, man, Prince Pumpernickel, I call him, and his, uh, fairy godfather, which we do not use that term, and I don't know why. They, they say, well, it's a different meaning, but we don't use godfather. But he was a fairy, they, they were kind of, you wouldn't say evil, because they just had their own agenda about their stuff, not our stuff. Conf conflicting agendas, I think, is what you'd say, if you were a neutral person. Well, they had captured Cinderella uh, at the time. Now, somewhere in there, I used magic. I became a, a, a lentil beast, a queen of lentil. Well, before, I think you should know this. I pretended to be a queen of lentils. I became a lentil beast. Fought the soldiers, fought the king, defeated many of them. So many, I, 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 I should say, because I was shooting out little lentil beans. Lentil, they're just lentils. You don't say lentil bean. Why is that? You say, hey, have a lentil. You have a, a lima bean. We call them lima beans here. Podman says they're lima beans. Anyway, I say, anyway, no, let's not argue about legumes. Oh boy. Bad man is telling us, he said, don't get into one of your legume, legume, legume. Uh, that's too boring, he said, to legumes uh, in action are boring enough. And I said, what are you, what are you, a, uh, what are you, what, 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 I said, do not tell me how to tell my tales. 
but I was shooting lentils, and then I then but they tricked me. They cooked me up like a little lentil stew. I absorbed too much water. I became a lentil mass. The Clifford showed up, captured. I said, all is lost. Oh, dear. Everyone was captured. All was lost. So I thought. Uh, all was lost, or so I thought. I said, oh, dear. I was already a bit down, but I said, well, Cinderella got away. I, I could live as a pill. Whatever they do to me, I, I have made... Uh, anyway, I, also, I was trying to buy a lot of time. There may have been water on my face and not related to emotions, because remember, I'm a pit of lentils. And then I said, well, at least I could save Clifford. Now, I, I said I said it not for me. People say, oh, you're so brave. I mean, that's what people do. Uh, should say, but I would say to them, you should say, oh, Agatha, you're so brave giving up your... But I was already lost. I said, we'll just take care of Clifford. What was his name? Pumpernickel. And I was calling the other, the, the godfather, I was calling him a swizzard because I could not tell. He, he Anyway, not important why. And so I said, uh, take Clifford with you, and then, yeah, just get rid of it. It's over. I give up. I, I'm defeated. You won. Take the fairy magic. I did have one question, and I'll get into it with you if anyone else is sharing my interest in this. Uh, but, but he, and I said, okay, well, uh, and then all of a sudden my uh, my time buying uh, seemed to have worked. For the letterman came, my, my old friend the letterman, a giant pin, a magical pin, I guess, a praying mantis pin, Ogres, Gonzalo, and eventually the, the the people of our kingdom even, armed with the soldiers, with Cinderella. We defeated Pumpernickel. It took a while to defeat Pumpernickel. I had uh, crushed the uh, the wizard, the fairy godfather. I had fall. I had pushed my some of my lentil mass up. Very dense, dense, drying. Lentils that have absorbed liquid uh, go through some process. Not magic, but magical, I would say. They 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 increase the mass, but somehow they've absorbed the liquid, but the liquid is not, it does not seem to be present because it's so dry being a lentil mass. Uh, but I, I, I managed to find enough so I could raise up and I fell on him, splattered him good. <sighs> a bit like uh, Chitter the Gerbil, if anyone's listening who knows who Chitter the Gerbil is. And then I, uh, I don't know, that's it, children. That's all I need to tell you. That that was it. Victory was that. Victory was ours. Well, victory was Cinderella's in some sense. Victory was the people. Victory, well, it's not a victory because we, victory is usually something you start. Or they, that happens in a clear way. Okay, they came and tried to get us. We stopped them from getting us. So we're victorious. This was more of a, a pleasant outcome, I would say. Well, not pleasant because of a big mess. But, uh, you know, Cinderella was fine. Uh, Gonzalo was fine. But you, you know all this, children. You would not be here if you did not know all this. So, that, that, excuse me, what, what, why are all your hands up? Uh, excuse me, children. So, children, I'm, I'm, I'm talking. I did not say it was question time. So that is the end of the last lesson. Your test will be uh, next. I guess we will. Well, should we do the test today? We'll have a pop quiz today. 
on uh, possibly on legumes. It would be a surprise pop quiz, or on surprises and double crosses. Uh, but first, I guess I have to deal with you. And then the final exam. Uh, what what is the question? Go ahead, you in the front. What was what your name? You you are the one who has the father that always has something to say to me. What's that? Wait about this class. I'm sorry. You want to hear the story ends? You you don't need to hear. That was the end of the story. Okay, you the boy with the. Uh, why are your teeth so white? I do not trust a boy. Anyway, what is your question? Well, you want to hear how it what happened to every. Well, but you know, you live it every day, children. Uh, you you don't need to know. You you, you see, you, the the kingdom you live in is because of these stories. I was told. I I uh, oh I don't know. I uh, why do we have to get into this? What what was your are you uh, Greasy's daughter? Are you, you you you? I like those those pigtails or ponytails. Okay, what was your question anyway, ponytail? Uh, my stories are different. My stories are different than what history history class. This is a. Uh, this is the immersive history story class. The story of your history. That is the class you are taking. What history? Oh, the introductory history course is different than my story. Well, uh, what do you mean? My voice? Yeah, so clearly I am a different person than who teaches that class. Oh, goodness. You're saying it's different. Okay, so you need to hear how it ends. My version is my version. There's no version. I'm telling you the tale. The tale as, as it comes. I was there. Well, I, I mean, I didn't see all the reconstruction. That's not this class, so I, I, I did not see the reconstruction. Why would my story? I, I mean, just you should have learned this in your intro history to class. It should not have been. Uh, uh, you, Greasy's daughter, go get the uh, who, who teaches that class. I think I know who it is. Go get that. Go get their teacher and bring him in here. Okay. Go. Okay. Yes, you. Oh, my dear, my dear, hello, hello, children. So good to see you. I am the letter man, your teacher, introduction to historical. Uh, oh, my dear, what can I do for you? You are looking today so lovely. I could hear through the thick walls of this uh, pyramid temple of learning. You're, you Even though the masonry is so thick, it vibrates with your voice, it hums. It hums like a pussycat. Oh, my dear, it makes my, uh, the paper inside me uh, quiver. It, it does, literally, they called it a sympathetic vibration. But today I was, I am so good to see you to be called into your classroom. It is my Anna. Uh, Letterman, uh, what, what is going on with your teaching? The children are telling me I did not finish your tale. Uh, I, I, you're, you're teaching them some, something different. Well, my dear, I just happen to be listening to your wonderful teaching, and I think the children just want you to, to bring the story to a close. What happened to Gonzalo? They just want to know what happened to Gonzalo, uh, Cinderella, Letterman, <laughs> clearly. <laughs> Hello, children. Hello. You have very white teeth, young man. That's a wonderful thing. Uh, you know, Prince Pompanicol. We know what happened to this wizard, my dear. And uh, Clifford, of course, the the ogres, the, child, the, the children, not these children, but the children from the tale. But they're letterman. They know what I... 
How about this, my dear? We have a little dance. A history is a dance. I do. Could you take my? Could I take you in my arms, my dear? Oh, Letterman, you, your lips, talk history to me, my dear. Oh, the children, children, do you like it when we dance? The children are clapping and laughing. Look at this, my dear. We should dance every class. The history of learning children remember. Let him in. Is this a written song? Oh, spinning your teacher in my arms. Suddenly you learn how the story ends. And I dip your teacher and kiss... Now, do not kiss my throat. I will tell your teacher how lovely her wrists smell. Oh, that's not, that's not romantic at all. And I will twirl her back to her desk. Thank you, children. Thank you, thank you. Oh, they're clapping. They're not clapping for me, my dear. They're clapping for you. Well, let a man clearly the children know from uh, that I am you are a fig, you are uh, a uh, embodied figment of my mind. Okay, so go you. Oh, my dear, could I just sit here and listen to you teach this class? My dear, could I just sit here and listen to you teach the class? For your voice, I want to wash over me with it. You want it to wash over you? Yes, I want it to wash over me, my dear. And maybe the children would like us to dance for your pop quiz. Okay, okay, get, go, get, go, 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 sit down in the back of the room. Thank you, children. Is this something you want? Okay, okay. All the hands are raised. You can no, 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 no. Do not raise two hands. That is not appropriate. Uh, children, I just need to clear my mind. Okay, children, I need to clear my. Uh, let a man. You are in my mind now. Oh. Okay, children, let me think. Uh, okay, and I am ending the Letterman's song. Okay, that is done. Okay, okay, did you have a question? Why don't I marry the Letterman? Uh, maybe your parents should... You cannot marry yourself. The Letterman is a part of myself, children. It would be nice to have... I, 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 maybe the letter man is a bit better side of me. I don't know, children. But no, I cannot marry the letter man. He is also a man of letter. A man of letters, my dear. You're not a man of letters. You're a letter man. A much different thing. Okay, children. So let us uh, take up where, where we left off. So this wizard was crushed, okay? And the battle was still raging, uh, Clifford was on his, uh, whatever you, whatever you call it, praying mantis pin, shooting little pins. The praying mantis was grabbing soldiers. Many of the soldiers, they were, they said, oh, what are we, what is happening? You know, they say to Pompanic, where is our king? Where's he said this was not a battle? And then they said, you know, uh, Gonzalo and the ogres came and that was very frightening. Anyone that was seen an ogre, they had been in the sun, so they were very green. They were riding those beasts. The beasts were, inta- you know, doing things. So many of the soldiers, they, they, they were very brave men. And the, and the thing was that Pompanicle, he would not give up. We had, we, they had uh, hit him with one thing of weaponized butter that was fiery. 
And then one that was more, I said, green and frothing, and he was saying, ah, my beard. And then his beard that was so dark and so so so, so powerful. He, and then he had a little bit of a baby face. I, I just said, well, the baby, that is good, but it did not hurt you. But will you not give up? I mean, I was shouting that, unfortunately. It is very hard for a pit or a mass of lentils to project her voice when, you know, in a situation like this, it is a different story. But so then he, he his soldiers, they started to, then Cinderella came and she said, she made a wonderful, wonderful speech. I don't even know what she said because it was so, she said, oh, you know, I offer you a chance here. If your king is brave, he will wear And he said, never are you. And he said many things. I said, I said, wait a second. You have been charming Cinderella, leading her on, saying, come to my cave. I will help you. And I said, all this time, wait, what did you really want? I said, and this time I could speak because I was irritated. I think I, I said it was because he was surrounded at this point in the pit of lentils. And he said, well, we need to capture the fairy sword. I said, well, what are you going to do, bottle it up and sell it off? And he said, deluded we would. We would do it. That was one option to other kingdoms across the sea, deluded fairy magic. And I said, to, to good thing deluded and deluded rhyme or are similar because you are a fool. You would risk that with fairy magic. You would risk it. And then I said, I realized that the fairy, I said, oh, look at all this magic. And then across the way, I said, quiet, uh, former bearded man, but a, but a beard, whatever I'm going to call you now. I saw Penelope standing, walking. She was supported with other fairies. They had come to join the battle. And I said, oh, and I said, someone pour some water so I could cry. And I felt a, a joy that I knew I, my essence of being had been infused in this pit of lentils, for I quivered as a pit of lentils, as a mass of lentils, with a feeling I have so rarely felt, so pure, so sad and happy at the same time to see her walking. Penelope, for those of you who say, what the heck is this? Uh, she's uh, Cinderella's uh, fairy godmother who had fallen ill and into silence, and then, but then my, uh, my my emotions. I said, "Well, I need a little distraction from this. A little intense." I said, "You, but a beard, or whatever you're called now, Pumpernickel. You know, tell your soldiers to stand down." For some of them were still fighting, and the ogres were putting them in different wrestling moves so they wouldn't get hurt and they wouldn't hurt the ogres. But the so he was still trying to poke the ogres, and the ogres were saying, "We're too," you know. And things, but they so they said, I this thing is trying to kiss my ear. And they said, No, no, that's part of his move. Wrestling move. He's grappling you for me. And I said, But a bit, just give up. And he said, No, no, no. And then I said, Okay, okay. I said, Boys, uh, 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 uh I forget some of these old good names. Snow, oh, Sleestack, Sleestack and Puffman, throw them into my mouth. I will open wide. And we will see what happens to a Prince Pombinico when he is absorbed. I said, throw some butter on him. I, I think I prefer my, uh, 
I said, I, I thought, could, a, could a mass of lentils be carnivorous? I, I, I suppose I have no idea what will happen to you as you're digested by a mass of lentils, but covered in butter, I could care, care less. I said, do you have any, you know, herbs you could throw on him from the scones? The, uh, remember those savory scones? No? Okay, yeah, you wouldn't bring herbs into battle. Uh, go ahead and throw them into my mouth. And then he, he quivered and quay. He said, you're not serious. I said, oh, you have no idea what you're dealing with. Do you know how deep this pit of lentil rage runs? You have all, I had thought you had uh, destroyed everything I had avoided thinking that I cared about in the world. Uh, Gonzalo, uh, Cinderella, let a man, Clifford maybe. Uh, the, even the ogres, the children. You, you have no idea what, what, what I have for you. And I said, throw them in, boys. And, and at first everyone thought I was joking. I said, oh, boy, this, this is, uh, this is not a, this is not a, and he, this guy, he would not back down. Like I said, he was brave. He was tough. He was uh, incredibly, you know, before the loss of his beard, striking without the loss of his beard, striking in a, 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 oh, you could be the younger brother of that handsome Prince Pumpernickel. And he would say, well, I am Prince Pumpernickel, sends my beard, my dear. But not in this situation. Clearly, that was something I had thought of last night. But I said, throw him in. And then even, now, you, you humans would be like, okay, the ogres are going to fake it. The, the ogres, they follow, you know, they say, to them, they said, boy, you boy. They were trying to discuss it. I said, pack off and shab. And they said, oh, and then they doubled the butter. They said, trust me on this one. And they said, heave ho, heave ho. And the guy, he said, no, 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 you're fake. I think he must have read Cinderella's fate. And then they threw him into my mouth. Now, the children, you might say, oh, goodness, we did not know. This is, this is a made-up story, or is it real? No, I am a mass of lentils, children, not a mass of organs as I was. Now, children, I am a mass of lentils, so inside my pit of lentils, I had arranged a little cell for him, so he went into my mouth, into a chamber which you could call my stomach. No digestive juices, though, for this was before all the operations they had to make a sustainable pit of lentils that I am now talking to you as your teacher. But I had him in a pit, in the pit of lentils, in a pit, believe it or not. I said, oh, okay, wait a second. You said the double-crossing was confusing. This lentil pit thing is even more confusing. This will be on the pop quiz, by the way, children. I am a pit of lentils, turned into a mass of lentils. Technically still a pit of lentils, but in that loose mass, like stuck together, created a pit within that mass. Technically a pit of lentils, I mean pit surrounded by lentils, a pit in lentils, I guess we could say, to clarify. So he was trapped in a pit in lentils. Everyone screamed because they thought I had eaten him. I said, no, 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 don't worry. And I said, well, actually, one of his, but his, uh, one of his shoes did get caught on the side of my throat. I had to hack that up. I said, bleh, bleh. and then that shot up and the ogres thought that was the funniest thing they had ever seen. I had never seen an ogre laugh, I don't believe. Watching these ogres laugh broke every... You couldn't imagine the strangeness of the ogre laugh. 
It is like a didgeridoo. Remember I said a didgeridoo. Okay, picture a creature that generally sounds like that. Or Now picture that laughing. It's hard to imagine. You'd have to be there. But when you are there, you're like, oh, goodness. So even though we had just faced the trauma of me, uh, in their thought, eating a man and then coughing his shoe back up, the ogres, they, I think they got it. So they were laughing. Then everyone's laughing at the ogres. And then it's contagious, more ogre laughing. It was like being injected with some sort of hilarity drug. Oh, and I think maybe... I said, I said, I tried to interrupt. Them. I said, do you think this has to do with the, 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 er, the, uh, do you think this is from the chlorophyll in your skin? The chlorophyll that, that is in you is distributing some sort of, there's some sort of chemical reaction going on that's triggering something in us. And, but no one could hear me because they were laughing so hard. And then the guy started yelling out of his pit. He couldn't crawl out because it was, it was a deep pit of a pit in lentil pit of pit in, in lentils up, and uh, he could not climb out. And I said, "Don't worry, he's in here, trapped. This is a you know." And then children, you know about the trial we had for him, and they said, "Well, you know what? Just keep him in the pit of lentils. He's every time we bring him out, he makes so much trouble with his speeches and his." He tries to charm people and say, "Well, I'm a change. We, we know he's not changed. We've done. You know, we've we we will keep him here inside me uh, to learn and to teach you the the path of what would happen. I don't know. We'll we'll talk about that at the quiz time. But you know, would you say, well, this guy he thought he knew everything. He thought he had all the angles. He said, I'm a man of. I'm an authority thinker or a thinking leader." And I'm a true entrepreneur. I have risen to the top of my kingdom. I am at the head of my game. All that nonsense. But he didn't know how to uh, uh, stop. He said, well, I, I still need more. I need to sell this fairy mat. I don't need... I, he, but here he is, children. He's in the pit of in the pit in lentils. We still keep a section inside me for him, see? Oh, you're booing him. Yes, hello, uh, uh, Prince Pompanacle. Uh, yes, uh, uh, Butterbeard. Okay, children, no throwing things at him. He's our prisoner, and he will take this lesson and listen to this story until he can change his ways and show he can make amends for his mistakes. And it doesn't seem like it. He says, well, uh, he, every time we see children, we say, okay, let's sit down, Butterbeard. Let's talk about... Uh, the mistakes you made, and he said, "Well, you know, I was just trying to uh, make make the best of this. this. is an opportunity. I'm an opportunity seizer, so I don't see how you can prosecute me for uh, seizing an opportunity. Well, it's wrong, is what we're saying to you. Can you see that? Well, it's wrong in your opinion because you're just well. Yeah, we're the ones in charge, so our opinions are the ones that matters. You fool. Uh, sorry, uh, Butterbeard. Don't mean to. You just pay attention. You have to take the quiz too. You know that." In children, you could call him Butter Breath if you, if you want to yell at him. He does not like being called Butter Breath because he gets no butter. And that was the other thing, children, we learned with the ogres. You know, they, they said, okay, we will stay. We like you guys. I mean, they said, well, eventually we, our languages, we, a lot of us became bilingual. And then, you know, we learn that butter is not good for us or ogres, except in, a, you know, small amounts. The ogres are in the hard way. 
So that took a while. But then the ogres, they took such an interest in the machines. The the Bharachana was, uh, you know, the source of the inspiration. And they have created so many things to help us. We built this great pyramid around us. The pyramid we always wanted to build. Well, I wanted to build. But they said, let it rise as a pyramid, as a symbol, but also as a distribution system, which we'll talk about where... So, the you know, the pyramid, as you all know, children, you know, the the power of the fairy source goes to the top of the pyramid and distributed across all the lands, all the lands within Cinderella's purview, so that now all of you fairy children and human children work together to do what needs to be done. And this temple pyramid not only allows you you know, to to stay within the bounds of the source or whatever. I don't understand. I don't teach that course. Uh, is there a course on how, how the hell fairy magic works? I guess you, you probably don't. If you're just in history too, you would not know. But, uh, you know, in this temple, we have your classrooms for your learning. We have but a face. But the yogas, their machines, they did all that. They created the great road across the kingdoms. And they've, you know, so many things. They are our doctors. And some people say, I do not like to be nude in front of an ogre. For I've never seen a nude ogre. I said, oh boy, you you, you don't want to. You would say, is that moss or gravy? Why is it that color? But they are, 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 are part of our community now, the ogres. And, and, and you know, they, they keep us of a certain kind of knowledge that they are adept at this mechanical uh, science, science, we call it now, children. We know now so many things that we had assumed. No, no, they say, don't get carried away. Let's go into the, the spiritual side and say, well, you know, it can't get too high. I just teach history. I don't know. That type of not. Oh, see, science first, philosophy first, philosophy, spirit first. Uh, keep it out. I'm a mass of lentils, children. I'm all your science. I'm still a mass of. They say, well, that was permanent change. Yeah, you know that is why we we love you so, Agatha, uh, because you you sacrificed your entire being to save us. And I would say, well, maybe that being, you know, I had an Agatha first policy, so maybe my being was not worth saving. Maybe somehow by changing, I could be an example for some fool that is in a pit of lentils that is not, that still has human form. Or for you children to say, well, uh, this wasn't a punishment for Agatha. It was just how things worked out. She still makes the best of it. She says, well, do I have to teach children? I know they'll be messing around in the seats. I see you. Messing around in your seat, yes, you. Uh, and not sitting still, and when you're ready, your hands will be folded. Uh, but and I said, well, if that is what needs to be done, I will choose that over Agatha first. It would be foolish to put a, a mass of lentils first, because I am very reliant on help, because I cannot go anywhere. I cannot, uh, I'm not mobile. I need water, you know. Anyway, children, this, this is in my course. Uh, praising Agatha 101, the letter man teaches, oh, yes, I do, my dear, that is a uh, a choice course, what do you call it, a elective. And then, of course, we have uh, the greatest woman in the world ever to be uh, a woman, once a woman, now 
a, a, a lovely mass of lentils. And you might say, well, you, you, you're able. You say, well, how, how come you just don't walk around like that? You're, 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 you're a little bit of lentils in a human form. Yes, children, but I'm still a mass of lentils in this pit. I'm just pushing up a human body to be, uh, you know, so you can identify with me and say, oh, okay, she looks like a lentil statue that can move. It's, it's weird. That's what you say first three or four classes. Then you say, well... I don't want her to yell at me, so I'll pretend this is comfortable. And then by this time I said, well, do you want to fail or pass? Because you need this class, so, you know, quit judging me, accept me. And then finally, by the time we get to the school, she realized that without me, it would be no you. Because your parents were those lovely children. Some of your parents. Some of your parents were in the castle, human parents. Some of the fairy godparents, they were still of birthing age. But I did, and I don't take all the credit, children, but, you know, you know, you're here because those children work together with those people who work together to save those fairy godparents who now work together and to, to support you, make sure you have uh, cow's milk, sheep's milk, uh, bone. Well, you, you don't consume a lot of bone broth because you're young. Your bones are still nice and bone-like. Okay, children, but I, I'm looking at you as you're saying, wait a second, what about, uh, but, but, uh, okay, children, now, some of you might say, oh, what about this Clifford? Cliff, who, what happened to Clifford? Now, you might know that after everything that happened with the, uh, and then we said, well, should we put these Dans on trial? Because Clifford said, well, the Dans, you know, that was a, uh, th this was one of your things where they, uh, Clifford was like, actually, I figured out they had bet uh, against both of you and created a scenario with conflict where if uh, uh, Prince Pumpernickel won, uh, the Dans would take over running the city as an oligarch, uh, well, oligarch guy. Uh, that was a, oh no, a meant a, meant a, a town, town mentors they were going to be called to, uh, and you would be taxed. I don't know. That was, And then they said, well, if Cinderella wins... And Agatha wins. We will. They had a deal with the other the, the men like them in their kingdom, and they said, "Don't worry, boys. We'll consult you. You'll consult us. We'll take over here before Cinderella gets back. You know, she'll never return, and we'll run things there." Now, Clifford. Luckily, Clifford is a very deceiving person, and much like uh, your teacher here, he was saying, "Well, I don't know how to find my way in the world. I've been latching on to these guys." Sounding like they had the answers or some way that I was the one without the answers. He didn't realize that all of us are like you children. Like your parents, you know, sometimes, in some sense, your parents, to me, I said, well, you have an adult body with a child's mind. And as I grew to know the fairy development system, I said, oh, no, no, those are chil children, children. Like if a stranger would have walked in this classroom, they'd say, well, that man is 40 years old next to a four-year-old boy. Why? I would say, well, the four-year-old boy is incredibly intelligent. That is why he's in history, too. And the 40-year-old fairy person is incredibly... Well, Donnie, you are, uh, you do okay, but you're a child, you know. It just looks... Anyway, children, there's a... I forgot what I was saying. Uh, I said, well, Clifford learned... I think I was saying that Clifford learned that, you know, sometimes us adults, human adults... Are in adults' bodies, but we're just children too. 
And Clifford and I both share that. I said, well, uh, you know, we were confused in how to... And unfortunately, I ended up a mass of lentils. I learned my lesson the hard way, I guess. Wait, Clifford, he still has, So he moved... They say, he said, well, this is what happened, Cinder. I'll be honest with you. I cheated. You know, I, I stole thing. You know, Agatha stole your letter first. I stole it second, but I should have never stole it either. And then I said, well, I, I think I, you know, did things with, you know, I told Agatha this, I lied, I, I take responsibility. And I know that Dan's up to, and Cinderella sent us, she said, Clifford, you will go to that city. Still, I guess, children, do you, do you know the name of that city? Since I don't leave, I said, well, I, I, people will come, they'll be like, oh, you should see that city. Oh, one day we will figure out a way to... You know, move all the critical part. I said every part of me is critical. That is the thing about being a mass of lentils. Every lentil for one, one lentil for me, uh, you know, one me as a lentil. So I'm not going anywhere. The mass is too dense. You know, even the uh, ogres haven't invented a, a conveyance to move me, much less scoop me out of here. You know, this is my, this is where I, anyway, it sounds like a lovely place. Do not tell me about it. I don't want to hear about the, uh, the shining temple of uh, whatever the hell you call it, uh, the tissue of uh, the tissue, the giant tissue creature, whatever you have over your harbor. Not interested, okay. Uh, but anyway, so Clifford was sent there, and they said, well, you know, you will go there. You will, you know, take, seize this mentor, whatever that calls is the, the people will say, well, they say, well, you can't uh, just uh, take advantage. You you can't you can't live your life sucking water out of people because obviously that's going to be uncomfortable for everyone. Okay, that that won't be on the test, children. Don't write that down. That didn't make any sense, barely. But it does make some sense if you let it seep in, like the water that has to seep into me, so that I can move and be a teacher. So, so that's so that that you know the children of this story. So Clifford, you know, now helps run the city for Cinderella, far, far away. Not so far away. They said, well, once the ogres built the road, it's not really far. It was all that you know, you know, going over and under and around and and uh, all the mud. You know, those great. They told me, they said, oh, the mud miles, they called it, the, the swampy lands. And then they said, oh, August said, well, we need, and then Cinderella said, we'll go under it. I don't want any, you know, mucking about in the muck. You know, the muck is a necessity too. My my stepmother has a massive lentils. I've learned to respect things that are gross. And I said, I heard that. And she said, well, you, you're so much more lovely than the muck of these swamps. It's gross. So we, you know, we, Ogus figured all that out, bridges and aqueducts and all that stuff. Uh, okay, and I can see your faces, children. Don't raise your hands. Oh, what happened to Gonzalo? Well, as many of you already know, uh, Gonzalo is still a shepherd boy. I mean, a shepherd boy. Uh, he's still my shepherd boy, my little Gonzalo. Oh, looky, there he is. Oh, my boy, come, come, come. I know he is the one that is brave enough to kiss his lentils. Oh, Gonzalo, so good to see you. I was going to talk about you, though. So say, say hello to the children. They're clapping for you. 
and I was going to, and then you couldn't leave. I will, you know, give you a summary. Please walk out while I'm giving the first part so you don't hear the nice things I would say about you, my, my, my little shepherd boy, the bravest, the boy that saw something in me I could not see in myself. Oh, oh, my shepherd boy, okay. Yes, he's still a shepherd, shepherd boy. Children, he wakes up and he runs. He runs all our dairy, makes sure they're free, whatever you call it, free grassing, and getting around and going to the, spreading the manure so it does not pollute the things. Oh, uh, sustaining the herd. I'm sorry, yes, sustaining the herd. Um, that's my shepherd boy. He's just a just a simple shepherd boy. And then, yes, goodbye, Gonzalo. Yes, I love you, too. Okay. I said it, children. He is one of my closest friends. And then you say, well, what about Cinderella, our queen? What could you tell us that we don't already know? What happened to her? Well, she just kept on ruling. And yes, children, she does. You know, her and Gonzalo, they do. When Cinderella needs to clear her head and make a hard decision... She goes with Gonzalo and walks among the sheep and thinks with him and watches the sheep and the bugs and the flowers, listens to the birds, and then, you know, kisses him because they are married. Yes, they are, you know. You're, why, why are you clapping? Yes, why are you clapping? But Cinderella's queen, Gonzalo, is but the, the husband of the queen. And they say, well, does that mean he say he will not be king, children. Cinderella is queen. He is the first, first I, I, I said, what about first husband? What is that? How does that sound? And then someone said, uh, well, that would indicate a second, you know. And I said, well, okay, I understand. I've, I've, my record is not with men is not the best. And I said, well, uh, you know, I said, well, and then many other kingdoms say, what are you? But yes, Cinderella's queen. Gonzalo is her husband and her advisor and friend, as these things should be. And she rules. And one day, maybe her daughter will rule or, uh, you know, maybe her son. I, 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 I don't know. She does not have a son. She has a daughter, a young little daughter. Who comes in one day, she will sit in the same seat as you children and take the quiz that I will give very shortly. That will determine 25% of your grade, which you need this course to move on. So you need to pass this course. And some people are in it for the second time, Danny. So you should probably pay attention. But we know, you know, we we know we can trust Cinderella. She has taught many of us how to trust ourselves, which is a. I guess if you have a trust, do what needs to be done. I don't. I guess it doesn't need to say, hey, okay, well, that's pretty simple. Too simple. Uh, the people that have challenged our kingdoms, uh, and said, well, that's too simple. What is the motivation? You know, help other. Hey, but Cinderella always works it out. Sometimes, you know, with, uh, well, we don't, yeah, that's very history three children. Yeah. But uh, I, I, unfortunately, children, normally I would end with a quiz, but they said, well, you know, the Council of Teaching, you know, the Teaching Academy Council or whatever the hell they call it. They, I said, why do I have to, I do not, a syllabus, what? I said, what? Submit my t rubrics. No, 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 no. I do you know who I am, you fool. 
I'm like, I know you weren't alive. Oh, you were. Well, I know you weren't there. Oh, you were there. Well, I, I'm a mass of lentils. You're going to make me. They say, well, this is a requirement now. Just tested out this quarter and then next quarter. I said, okay, whatever. So they said, well, you know, do you, what about moral? Can you come up with, if you're going to teach in a storytelling format, they said. Because I said, well, that's what I'm going to do. Tell my tale. Or, well, tell my, ver-. as you said, well, it's your version, Agatha. It's a little different. Well, the letter man, he goes by the book. And that is just not as, bo- you know, children, you don't learn when you hear. Yeah. I, don't, I don't know. So I said, well, okay, what is a mo- Okay, what did, what did you learn? From all this, what is the moral of the story? They said, you need to tell. I said, I cannot tell them. You you expect me to tell them hours and hours of our history, of moments unfolding in time, and come up with something better than do what needs to be done. Because I can, you know, that is just, I said, that's it. And they said, oh, no, no, that's not what your tale is about, I guess. I, and I, they said, you need to, and I said, okay, well. I've got an idea. So, children, what do you think the moral of this story is? What do you think of all this tales? Okay, you with the uh, uh, don't uh, what what don't uh, marry a letter man? Who's saying that? Oh, my dear, I am. I'm saying uh, marry a letter man. And you will have a more... Okay, let him in. It's not... Uh, can I marry... Okay. Okay, children. What, what, what? Okay, you're all shouting because, uh, yeah, this is a nonsensical idea. Okay, well, friends first. Okay, that is a nice idea, but as we've seen in the past, friends first, not Agatha first. Well, clearly that is the... Uh, pretty, things are pretty good for me. I can't complain. Uh, you know, they said that if you complain, Cinderella said that to me. She was only partially. She said, if you keep complaining, I'll just cut off the water that supplies your mouth. It will dry out, and then you will have no more complaining to do. And I said, oh, yes, you're right, my dear. Uh, okay, what are some other morals you may have learned? Uh, thought leaders know nothing. Good one. That's uh, that. Minor, I'd say a minor moral. Yeah, why don't we do minor morals, moral minors? But uh, not so healthy. Excellent job. What's your name? Oh, Frutone. Frutone. Excellent. Uh, I will give you a passing grade for today. Okay, what else, children? Uh, building temples is hard. No, that's an observation, not a moral. Uh, beware of, uh, okay, well, I don't, that's, that's not true. That's just, what does your father talk like that? No, we don't say those kind of things here. That's, uh, you, you, you let him in, take him out and explain to him how we treat, okay, thank you. Okay, well, don't steal letters, uh, that are addressed to other people. Uh, well, when, what would have happened if I did not open that letter? Uh, probably... Hmm, then I wouldn't have got stolen. I wouldn't have told Clifford. Uh, that's it. We can't, you can't, you can't figure out all the angles of the past. So I'm sorry. I cannot accept that as an answer. Well, would you say real hope is earned, false hope is given? Oh, you are, you are, you're Greasy's daughter. That's why. Wow. Uh, wow. Not the moral I would have picked, but a nice one. Real hope is earned, false hope is given. 
thing and say, well, maybe offered. Uh, you're talking about when I said, well, let's all build a pyramid. I'll pay you a gold. You pay me a gold or whatever. Yes, uh, Cinderella urn is cultivated. It's close. It's close. Okay. Any Anyone else? Anyone else? Oh, you, you have a question. Is it okay? Is there a tribe of wild children somewhere? Oh boy! You know, I think about that many. I said, "What is?" I said, "Well, I don't understand still how those children got along." But I think that's very mad. Do what needs to be done. Uh, no, but we do have that play every year. The uh, we'll re reenact that uh, that part. Oh no, that's the uh, that's the f- oh because see I can't leave here to go, so people just come and tell me about it. Oh, that's the uh, one to oh to to release all the winter's stress where you have, yeah you you run around like uh, wild children. That must be so fun. Could you come here in your your little outfits? I remember your mother, Miss Greasy, your mother, and she she was the best wild child I have ever seen. Okay, next next you know this is participation is a part of your grade. Okay, what do you say? Sometimes a shepherd boy. Yeah, that's only half a moral. Sometimes a shepherd boy, what? Some okay. Well, you tried. I will give you partial credit. Uh, sometimes a shepherd boy is more. Well, he's not. You know, sometimes being a shepherd boy is, is is is. See, this is why I told them I don't want to do this. I said just wrap. I could wrap it up in a nice little do. I did already do that. You you heard me, children. Before this whole nonsense. I said, do what needs to be done. That's what we follow. We no longer follow Agatha first. Oh, what did you say? It's okay to make mistakes. Yeah, thank you. I mean, I think about that a lot. And I say, well, you can't relive the... Oh, you're saying as a moral. That's, that's pretty good. Pretty A little too general, though. Too general. Okay. Ogus skins are made from chlorophyll. It turns out something different. Ogus scientists, you know, they said, well, we've proven that... Uh, but it's similar to chlorophyll, reacts with the air differently. Ogres laughs are, are joyous. I would take that's not a, a moral, that's again an observation. But a good one, good one. Okay, children, this is not, uh, I guess I'm going to have to prepare my pop quiz. Okay, what, what did, uh, okay, sometimes you put a woman in charge who doesn't know what she's doing. Okay, just take out that part. Sometimes you put someone in charge who doesn't know what, well, you could just say Agatha. I guess, uh, no, but that's not a moral then. Okay, I'm helping. I'm going to help you construct it, children. And this will be your moral that will be with your class until History 3 starts next week. Where's another teacher? Okay, so sometimes you put someone in charge and they do the best. Okay, what they think is the best. Okay, thank you for your clarification there. And everything goes to hell. You can't, I don't think you can use that word. We don't believe in hell either. At least, uh, you know, the belief system that uh, everything go, goes, 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 goes. Uh, no, don't use that word either. Crazy's not okay. Everything doesn't go well. Okay, everything gets worse. Okay, sometimes you put someone in charge. Everything, they do the best. Everything gets worse. But if they keep trying, it'll be okay. Oh, children, children, you, yeah, you haven't seen the way the world works out there, because it's not always okay. You think about this guy in my pit of lentils, he just, he's going to keep, keep trying, try, try, try. 
uh, and you'll believe something at last. Okay, children. Uh, oh, what did you just say? You in the front? Learn from your mistakes. That is nice. That is nice and compact. Okay, children, let me bring it together. I am not going to do a surprise quiz because you have tried your hardest. And I, I, I don't think we can come to a, 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 a simple moral of a story that was neither simple or sensible. But let me tell you what I learned, children. I was, you know, I said before this class started, I said, well, if I could just get into the castle, one of my daughters marry the prince, I'll have everything I need, you know, which would be... You know, many nice things, you know, food cooked for me, good view, just get a, get a lot of sleep. Many, and they said, well, then this, and I, and I could not be nice to Cinderella because they said, well, she's just a, a extra burden I don't need. I need to concentrate on getting what I want. And then Cinderella became queen, but I, or princess, I guess, first. And I still was concentrated. I said, well, well this is what I want to be in the castle. Maybe I could get Cinderella to forgive me, and then I will move in there, and things will be good. I, I will be nice to her, if that is what it takes. And then I met Penelope, and I had, you know, uh, the great Roland, the sons of Roland are named after him. And many things happened. This is a long, long time ago. It should have been covered in history. One, oh, yes, my dear, it was covered. All of the brave acts were covered. And uh, but you children might not have total recall of that. Plus, it might not have been my version of it. But anyway, I learned. Well, I guess you're not. Uh, maybe you should do some listening. And and uh, maybe you should do some listening. This Cinderella seems to know what she's doing. And then I said, "Wow, this Cinderella makes me feel good. I watch her at ease. I am jealous, but feel safe. She makes me feel respected and safe." And then instead of saying, well, how could I learn, is there a way for me? I said, well, this just means I'm a bad person because I cannot be like her. Not even one bit. I am bad inside. And then I, I kept it, but I did not say, well, Cinderella, could you help me with this? So that's one lesson, children. Ask for help. Don't be afraid. And then I, she said, well, as a matter of fact, I need to leave you in charge because you are not asking for help. I think you must be getting the hang of this. Oh boy, was she wrong, because then everything went to hell, as you said, Greasy's daughter. And then I said, well, I'll try to figure this out. I made it worse, much worse, then worse again. But at some point I said, well, uh, maybe I just need to, uh, I don't know, children. I said, well, you get a bunch of people working on a problem. In this, I don't know, oh gosh, children. Uh, but I, I've learned to uh, be kinder, to listen more. And to trust, I say, well, there's one thing I've learned after all this. Being a pit of lentils is not half bad. Not, not how I would have chose to do things, but I get to see your wonderful faces every day and tell your tales and then meet your little siblings on little sibling day and your older siblings on older sibling day and listen to you sing in singing glass next door and hear you laugh. And make you laugh sometimes, children. So it's just my honor to be here to tell you these tales. And say, well, maybe I'm not so bad. Maybe I'm still learning. Maybe the mistakes I made 
And then I said, well, I've done some good things. It's not all bad, Agatha. You know, relax yourself a little bit. You know, the letter man loves you. Gonzalo loves you. Cinderella loves you. I haven't heard from Clifford, but, you know, we, we, he, I know he and I are associates, but more, you know, friendly associates. So you can change, children. Don't let anybody tell you you can't change. I guess that would be the moral. If you if you have uh, me first, uh, you know, say your mother, she she did have some wild years, Greasy Junior. If you if she had a Greasy first policy, it changed, and she said, "Well, now it's my daughter first. and I know I can do what needs to be done and do my best. And if I make a mistake, it doesn't mean I'm all bad. It doesn't mean I'm all. And, and if you do something good, children, it doesn't mean you're all good. You got this guy in here." In this pit of lentils, they'll tell you, well, I want us best for everybody. I just know the best. You don't know the best. I don't know. I guess I don't know, children. I, Like I said, why the hell do you assign me a moral? I'm a freaking mass of lentils, and I don't have a choice whether to teach this course or just you, and I love de- teaching the children dearly. So you're going to take away. I am a heroine. Heroine. And do not make me raise my voice. And, uh, you know, then they say, okay, okay, okay. That's what I'm going to do. So that's the moral of the story, children. Uh, whatever I said, you, 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 it's going to be okay. I think that maybe that's what maybe that's the moral. I don't know how it fits in with the story, but if I learned one thing, it's going to be okay. I get it to look forward to every day to working with my little children here, my not so little children, Danny, who's moving around in his desk. And I get to teach you, and then later I learn when you come and visit, and you say, oh, I've been out in the world. I've been helping this person and that, and I learned from you how to say buffoon and uh, butterface, and uh, I made an ogre laugh. I made a, uh, you know, whatever you do, children, it's, you know, if I can help, and if I've helped in any way, it is a dream come true. So that's it. Now it's nap time, children. So so pull up your little your little mats, your desks. You know, the, the ogres did that. You tap twice, it turns from a desk into a mat. I don't know how it works. Ma- they say it's not magic. They say it's mecha- magics of mechanics. Mechanical magic. I don't believe. I believe there's some magic in there. Okay, now you're all comfortable. And I guess I, I, guess I cares for each and every one of you. And though you graduate today with an A or a B or a C, or some of you will be back to have to retake the course, or just one class, you, you know, Danny, uh, you know, each class, you're, you're important children. So rest. Think of the bullfrogs bullfrogging, the didgeridoos doing. I know you can hear the ogres sleeping at night. They keep our whole kingdom, the most rested kingdom in the world, for hearing that sound. Oh, you know, that's a poor version of it, but it's been my honor to be your teacher, to tell you these tales, and to be a part of your day. So thank you, children. Sleep so well. And the letter man is singing to you. Actually, it's me, children, because I am the letter man. You know that.
I cannot marry him. It's just a... Well, I guess I can't explain how it works. It is magical, because he is not... I don't know. But children sleep so good. Agatha, la la, I will teach you a moral, because that would be wrong. But I want you to know you will always belong. As Agatha makes a song to gently help your nap. Please, boy named Danny, keep your hands in your lap. Okay, children, just rest and, you know, know that all you can do is your best. If you try to do what needs to be done, or even if you don't, if you make the wrong choice, things will still be okay. I'm I'm living proof of it, you know, all of those things. And you might say, oh, good gosh, if I, I'll end up a mass of lentils, most famous mass of lentils in the history of legumes, children. You know, think of what I've done for lentils. I, You know, before that, they were a food. People said, lentils, throw them in the hearth. Oh. So that is it, children. There's your moral. Lentils first. And, and that is, I guess that is what, don't they teach that in, in the legumes first? Good for your insides. So that's it, children. Just remember legumes first. And then Agatha cares for you. And you should start caring for yourself. Yes, yes, yes.